You're listening to Scariff Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare to find out what's happening in all the different areas. Today our focus is on O'Gunlaw and I'm delighted to be joined by our correspondent there, Michael McNamara. Michael, good afternoon to you. And how are you, Jim? Very well, thank you, Michael. Uh, all good. well. Good. Um, I, I gather that uh, your bridge club and actually, I heard someone talk about it the other day. Um, your bridge club is flying. They are. They're doing quite well. And uh, they're expanding. <clears throat> they are during the uh, winter time. A couple of the club members, they gave lessons to um, some of our newcomers. And I think they had about 15 to 18. So it has expanded now. There's an average of about 11 or 12 tables now each night, which nearly, it fills the hall, actually. And uh, which is great to see. And uh, they're celebrating their 40th anniversary this year. Um, and they have a, a weekend down in the Falls Hotel. Uh, that's out in February. Yes. So the club is doing well and it's expanding. And there's um, great interest in, in bridge. I don't play it myself now, still the truth, but um, yes. there is. But I know, I know some bridge clubs, you know, didn't bounce back as as well as they would like after being shut down for COVID? Well, you see, I think COVID affected everyone's life and it collected, it affected uh, a lot of clubs like that. And, and, and people, people, some people didn't go back and do the same thing, say, when COVID was over as what they were doing. Yes. And uh, maybe lifestyles changed and... Um, but that's the way life goes. Yes. And who we, you never know what's going to happen. You don't, indeed. Yeah, but um, it did, yeah. Some clubs didn't do as well, but the lads are lucky, but they've worked just now in all fairness to them. Yes. And um, the club members, they gave the, they gave the lessons there to about, you know, maybe about 18 people there during the winter time, And it definitely paid off. Yes, good stuff. Well, hopefully it'll go from strength to strength, Michael. From strength to strength, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and I suppose on the GA front as well, um, O'Gunlow retained your intermediate status and um, got to a junior final. They did, they did, yeah. And um, they retained the set to play the market there down in Broadford and they had a good win that day and they retained their, their status, which was important for them. No club wants to be demoted, you know. And uh, juniors then, they went to the semi-final and um, they were beaten well by Crackler. Crackler had a good team there that day. They were a very good team. So, look, it was, the year was OK. It was all in all. It was a, it was a, a good year for them. And uh, we're having our, our annual race night that's on the 25th of November. That's over in the Piper. So that's what they try and make a bit of money for to run the following year. Yes. And that's always important. The same with every club. Yes. And I gather as well, Michael, you're progressing on the the project at the field where the, the indoor AstroTurf uh, complex, um, which you have been planning, I know, for, for some time. That's right. Um, that that's that's it's great to see it started, and um, <clears throat> they got um, a lot. They got quite a lot of local help, and they got a lot, all the filling uh, came from the the parish and the the lads threw it in themselves. So the site is levelled, all the fill is in, and at this stage now they're ready for to start the foundation. It's great to see it started, and um, it will be a huge bonus to the club when they have it up and, and running. Yeah. 
But of course, I mean, an indoor facility like that with, you know, with the weather and really, I suppose, with the weather that's that's coming these times, because we're, we're never guaranteed a period without rain, whether it's summer or autumn or winter or Are spring. We? So we're we, we're not. And you see, I suppose there's another thing with all clubs. And I remember, you know, when when we started playing, it just completely changed. And even at at um, a club level now, it's sort of more professional now than um, than it was years and years ago. But of course, what will happen is they'll see county teams, and that will filter down to clubs, and they'll want to emulate what the, the county teams are doing. So club hurling is gone to a completely different level now. And when that happens, then I suppose every club has to have facilities to accommodate the change in practices. So, you know, I, I say they all see that and the lads can see it. And that's what they need. They need this um, down so that they'll be able to train right through the winter. And um, it's changing, it's changing times. But I suppose it's changing for the good as well. Of course it is. I suppose, Michael, in your day, you would have uh, tugged out under the ditch. Indeed, we did. Yes. Tug out <laughs> under the ditch. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, we did indeed. And and um, I remember when we started in juvenile and uh, they used to have um um they, they used to have games over in Bellamain, they'd have tournaments over there. And when you'd go you'd get out of a van, there'd be six or seven or eight of us in a van, out of the van and in inside and you'd like out under a bush and uh, and you you'd hope to God that it couldn't rain. Yes. Like you'd be playing. Yes. But uh, yeah. God, it was the different times, but there were good times too. Yeah, there were, were very of course. good times. There were, of course. Yeah, yeah. There were, yeah but there I were. suppose it's uh, <laughs> it's to attract the youngsters now and to keep them, you know, hurling. Uh, you yeah. do have to provide, as you said earlier on, you do have to provide the facilities. Oh, you do, yeah, you do, and and that you see, there is so many distractions for young people nowadays. And um, you have to give them something which will appeal to them, exactly. without a doubt. Yeah. And um, then, of course, that's the one thing about the GAA. And when you have a group of lads together, there's always this thing about um, a team sport. Like an individual sport is okay, but you have to have somebody who is very, very dedicated for an individual sport. And those people are there and they enjoy it. But when you're involved with a group of lads and the bit of crack that goes on with it as well, and that's what keeps them together, and that's that's yeah. important for young lads also. It is, of course, and they make lifelong friendships as well. They do. Yeah. They do indeed, yeah. yeah. They do indeed. Okay. I suppose of, of a more immediate uh, note, uh, later on this afternoon, um, the Ogunolo part of Scarif Ogunolo will be uh, tugging out in the yeah. confines of Cusick Park. That's correct, yeah, that's correct. It's great to see them there again. They're a great bunch of girls. And even all the people that have worked with them and that have managed them and uh, selected them and coached them and trained them, yeah, great. It's a great uh, credit due to all those people. And, of course, the young girls themselves who have put in the work and have proved it over the last number of years. They're, they're absolutely fantastic what they have achieved. Yeah, and they're they're back in... in at the final again and they're a great credit oh, yeah. Michael to their That's parishes it. and to their absolutely. families absolutely absolutely they yeah. are they are indeed yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, so we'll be in we there later on today so yeah. hopefully they will and I suppose the Lord. 
One of the other things I know, and we were talking about this before we went on air, I suppose a, a byproduct of the new bridge at Killaloo, um, but the traffic going through O'Gonolo, um can be can move quite quickly despite the 60 kilometer an hour uh, speed limit and and that's set you think to increase when the bridge is built well this is what the feeling is um Jim, that that um, a lot of the traffic will probably come through we we'll say over the new bridge and we we'll say particularly going back up to Innes and back up that way and rather than go across under the tunnel and um, up there, it would be much shorter for it to come back up this way. And there's a relatively good road now from, from let's say, from, from Tom Graney up to Innes. Yeah. So we, we believe that, yeah, we're thinking that it will. We've met the council right on a number of occasions. And that there's, um, we have a huge concern, of course, over the, the speed. And uh, a lot of people, they won't... Um, they don't adhere to the speed limit. And it can be, particularly around the hall, it can be quite dangerous. And it's a, it's a wide open road. And um, they come up there from the Killaloo side. And why do they, um, do they speed? Yeah, they do. And it's dangerous. Yes. You have to be very, very careful. So we're sort of hoping that maybe the council will get around to doing uh, some traffic camming there. We're not sure yet. Um, what they may do. One of the proposals was they would narrow the road in a little bit, but yeah, we'll we'll try and and what we'll work with the council anyway, and and um, hopefully the council will come up with a, a plan to make it uh, much safer, yes. particularly around the hall. Around yeah, and, the and of course, itself. Michael, there is so much activity in the hall, and and particularly in the winter, you know, when when the light isn't good and the nights are long. Um, so I mean, but, it it does. You know we, the the safety of of people who use the hall and the church and the cafe there um, is is paramount, really. It is, it is, yeah. And I was just talking to somebody today now, and they were there last night, and um, there was one group waiting. Um, the bridge group actually were waiting to go in, and there was another class in the hall, and there was a good deal of cars now uh, in the earlier class. And uh, parking was difficult enough out outside, uh, but to saying that it was dark enough and it was actually dangerous, and you know even some of the traffic had to stop. That there was a lorry and a couple of them, but we, we just spoke about it today now to one of the ladies that was there, and it can be dangerous enough, particularly in in the winter time, in the dark evenings. Yes. and it's always a concern. It's always a worry. I know. So we'll we'll hope we'll yeah. hope the council will come up with um, something that will will um, will will ease the situation. Yeah. This will relieve it. Yes. Okay, Michael, that's great. Thank you so much for joining us today with all the news from Ogunlo, and uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed for the match later on in the afternoon, and hopefully Absolutely. by the end of the weekend we'll be in celebratory mode back around this Absolutely. side of the county. Okay. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Michael McNamara, our correspondent in Ogunlo, thank you very much for joining us again. Thanks, Jim. Good to talk to you. Okay. God bless. Bye.